Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. I can't. Put some underwear on, everybody. Keep your underwears on. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we overanalyze the shit out of all of your favorite shows. My name is Amy Archer, I'm your host, and I am joined today by my very, very, very BFF, Steph. Hi Steph. Hi. Alright guys, so uh, welcome back. Today we're going to cover episode two of, what is this goddamn show again? Tiny Beautiful Things. Tiny Beautiful Things. Tiny Beautiful Things. Tiny Beautiful Things. Reese Witherspoon is an executive producer on this. Oh, and really? so is Laura Dern, who I love. Laura I did Dern. see that, and I do love mm-hmm. Laura Dern. Season one, episode two, Tiny Beautiful Things, Yours Sugar is the name of the episode. So we start with the dream in which Claire is going to hit her mother with a board. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you. I had to fast forward this part because my dog, who sees any animal, goes bananas. Yes, she does. And there was a horse there, and I couldn't keep control <sighs> of the dog. I didn't so, understand this dream. So she's she's like chasing her mom, but then her mom's chasing her. I know. I didn't get it. I did notice, though, that the mom calls her Sweet Pea, and that's what I call my kids. Sweet Pea. I wish I had a mom to call me something nice. I'll call you Sweet Pea. Nah, I don't know that I want to be called Sweet Pea. Okay. But, right. like, isn't it nice to have, like, a mom that, like, has a little name for you? Did you watch Love is Blind? What do you think? Did you see the episode with Zach meeting Bliss's mother? Yes. Telling her the story about his upbringing and Bliss's mother saying, I'll be your mother. And And I'm I'm sobbing. Sobbing. (laughs) Literally sobbing. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Claire jumps awake from this dream. She's in the nursing home again. She tells Bev she was dreaming about her mother. And Bev's a lesbian because she's like, oh, my wife used to do that. I was like, I didn't see that coming. This is cool. All right. So Bev then rips off her underwear and throws them right near Claire. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Claire then gets an email from this Sam. This Sam character, how did he get off the trash pile and back into this episode? Because he needs to go back on that trash pile. Back into the trash, Sam. I hate. We hate Sam. Mm -hmm. He's now sending her emails, begging her to do the column. 
she leaves and heads to my girl Amy's bar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love this girl. Me too. She's she's a writer. She has crazy glasses. She's eccentric. About the glasses. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She. She she's telling Amy about almost banging the Uber driver, and Amy goes, "This is the greatest." Amy goes, "What what are you trying to tell me? Did you did you fuck the Uber driver?" (laughs) (laughs) She that was actually really fun. She says, "No, he couldn't get it in." And then a writing group comes in, which I I'm all here for a writing group. A writing group. A writing group. You sit around with fellow writers and you you talk about your works in progress or no, you read I know. parts that you've done. How did I miss this in this episode? Is what I'm saying. Uh, well, I'm you know me. They say writing group and I'm like bump 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 because I'm such a nerd. How did I? They miss were coming that? into the bar, so now we have a writing group in a bar. I'm like, how do I get to this Amy's bar? I mean, I just want to be their friends. I don't write, but I want to shoot the you shit can, with some you can writers. Be our friends. Thanks. So flashback, Claire and Lucas are grieving their mother. So the mother's died. And Mm. Lucas calls their father and he says he's coming to the funeral. Back in the present, Beverly is again taking her underwear off. Remember, Beverly is the person she's sharing the room with. (laughs) This, I, first of all, did not understand what was happening with the underwear, but it was so Mm -hmm. freaking funny. And again, why aren't we just sleeping in our office? But carry on. Okay, I have an important question for you. Because in this scene, Bev says, I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll, like, in other words, I'll die without ever having a nice pair of underwear. And Claire's like, you know, you have to sleep commando. Mm, do you? Do you? I know. Like, have I been getting it wrong all these years? I'm not going to lie. All right. I'm just going to put this out there. I don't okay. like being commando. No, I me either. One? No. No, I don't like it. Listen, if it's the summer and it's warm out and I've had a few to drink and I've had some good sex, I will I will sleep without clothes on. Dude. But number that, one, the kids have mm, to not be home. That's different. Obviously. But like, I don't just do it. Like, I, okay, here's the thing. I do sleep without pants on. Like, I sleep with I a long shirt that. on. Oh, I can't do that. No. And underwear. No. When it, because the long shirt rides mm-hmm. up and then you're like wrapped in it. And I, you know how my thing about being stuck in the rowboat. <laughs> like, <laughs> when I was what, five years old, I had a dream that I was stuck in a rowboat. I can't like right laying in the boat and I was like boarded into it. And the only thing that didn't have a board over it was my head. And mm-hmm. it was like the most confining, claustrophobic. Thing. Like I, it was forty years ago, and I'm still not about over this it. dream for twenty two years. <laughs> I'm still not over it. Okay. I need Orna. Okay, I need Orna to talk about my robo dream. Um, my thing is it's a temperature thing. I can't sleep with pants on because it's too hot. I'm because t- I have like a nice thick down blanket on the bed, mm-hmm. warm oh, yeah. under there. I can't have mm. a lot of clothing I'm, on there. I'm insane about the temperature when I'm sleeping. It has mm-hmm. to be just right. Mm-hmm. Especially now, like I – whatever, hot flashes are like amazing. <laughs> Welcome mm-hmm. to 40 – how old are you now? 44? I'm going to be 43 at the end of this month. Oh, you'll be 43. Okay. I thought you were going to be 40. And I'm, I have a feeling that this is – I've been – okay. So like you know I've been saying that this is like not a good year for me. 
And I don't mm. know why, because I feel like 2022 was like a decent year for me. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's an odd number. And you know, I hate odd numbers. Mm. I do too. I do I too. Hate odd numbers. And it's yes. an odd number year. And I'm not, I'm not okay with it. And it's already oh. proven to be a shit year. So I'm kind of done. 2016 with it. was the best year of my life. It's the year that I met Timmy, had my 2016? Girl, got married. 2006. I'm sorry. 2006. I'm like, it's the year I got married. Like met Timmy, got married, had my girls. Like yeah, everything that happened year that year. I can never top it. My 30s were my favorite decade. Mm. 40s mm. have been not so great. Not so great. Mm. I mean, I don't think you know. I've had a good decade or a good year yet. Maybe good age. I don't know. Um, I'll let you know when I figure it out. You had a wonderful year the year you met me. Well, obviously. Okay. The year that changed everything. <laughs> December 1st. No, it was December 3rd, 2001. Shut up. It was not. 100%. Yes, it was. Why? Is that, that when the, you started there? Yeah. And the only <sighs> reason I know that, and this is how wild numbers are for me. So mm-hmm. when I first started at that job, it was mm-hmm. December 3rd, 2001. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally left that job and went to my new job in radio. Um, it was, I started my new job on December 3rd, 2018. How wild is that? It was exactly 17 years to the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how I always remember it. All right. Okay. I was 21. I feel like you just have a good memory too, though. Mm, For some things, yes. A lot of things I remember like nothing. Names, forget it. I'll never remember a a name. Yeah, I'm terrible with shows, so like how I'm even recapping the show with you is something I can't wrap my brain around because I literally never even remember a name, ever. Mm, You know me, I'm always like, I identify with, like I have to think of something that like reminds me of that person. So I'll be like, you know the guy that blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, or whatever, Mm -hmm. just because I'm terrible with names. Sorry. It's better than what my mom does. She uh, like repeats information back to me that I have told her. And credit somebody else, usually my sister. Oh, mm. Jenny told me that blah, 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 blah. No, mom. I told you that like yesterday. Mm. Do you know who oh, else does Jenny that? Jenny said blah, 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 blah. You do that. Are you going to accuse me of doing it? So you'll be like, <laughs> Janet said that I should. Bu-. I'm like, I've literally been telling mm-hmm, you that. Mm-hmm, no, dude, mm-hmm. I said that. But mm-hmm. because Janet said it. Well, I mean, Janet is my wonderful songbird. Of a therapist. Mm-hmm. Janet. Janet, second only to Orna. If I get a session with Orna, Janet's gone. Okay. So. Good. Then maybe I can finally get me some Janet. <laughs> so Bev starts panicking and says, you need to get me out of here. I don't want to be here. And this, like, I watched my other grandmother die of Alzheimer's. Mm. It's hard. It's like, hard. it's hard. Because you don't know when they're lucid and when they're not. And I felt that in this moment. Yeah. Um, and- well, my my whole mother's, like, my mother's whole side of the family. Well, obviously, mm-hmm. my mother, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, my grandfather, for years, my grandfather called me Margaret Ann. No mm. fucking idea who Margaret yeah. Ann is. But I'd show up and pop. I'd be like, hey, pop. And he'd be like, Margaret Ann, you look mm. wonderful today. Be like, mm, I feel like that's Margaret so Irish. Ann. Margaret Ann. Margaret Ann. Oh, the luck of the Irish. Oh, the luck of the Irish. Um, so she goes out, Claire goes over to comfort Bev and she mm. says, I'll talk oh. to your daughter. And then she sings her 
a Marie Osmond song, Paper Dolls. Yeah, I can't. And she says, we raise our daughters to be fighters. And if we're lucky, one day they'll fight for they'll us. They'll fight now, for us. Now, I am a sucker for a good sentimental line. But for some reason, that didn't hit home for me. I was like, eh, we could do better. So now in the past, we're at the funeral home. And there is this, I just wrote twerp. Nerd, twerp. Geek. I don't know. Name Literally. Joel. <laughs> I didn't even know his name. Shocker. And he's the son of the family who runs the home. And apparently they all grew up together. They all know each other. And the way that Claire and Lucas talk to this guy is hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, my God. It's so they're, bad. They're giving him clothes to put on the mother for the viewing. And Joel's like, well, there's a problem because I need the underwear. <laughs> underwear. There's a regulation about funeral homes having to put underwear on people. Claire flips out. And this? Lucas Lucas goes, stop being a perv, Joel. Jesus. <laughs> Give him your underwear. <laughs> I'm not wearing any. Yeah, he tells Claire, give him your underwear. And Claire's like, I'm not wearing any. Ugh. Again, she's commando. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Oh, I can't. Put some underwear on, everybody. Keep your underwears on. At the retirement home, Claire is giving a tour when Shan comes in and says, uh, Bev's daughter's here. And she wants to discuss the scratches and the no Freaking underwear. Shan. And apparently she has footage and claire's like footage and she runs out the back door okay she gets home and she hears moaning and muffled talk coming from her bedroom now i have a question for you Mm -hmm. obviously she thinks it's the husband and so did i Mm -hmm. she goes in it's her daughter and another couple so they're having a threesome a threesome in her bed Um, pro tip one-on-one for teenage sex why in your parents room Mm. have your threesomes know. in your own bedroom in your own room. or like what are you in doing? the basement like in the den like everyone else did or in the picker bushes outside a firehouse on yeah. main street wilkesbury like other or people do in the dugout at um weston not weston field what is that one in west side i know exactly what you're talking about but i can't think of the name of it yeah so i had some go. of my earliest sexual experiences in that dugout do you remember like we would just have sex Anywhere. 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 It's so I weird. mean, I kind of feel like I was doing that even like 10 years ago. You know they can still hear us. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. We do it too sometimes. All right. So, so Claire and Lucas are at the same store of the infamous code exchange. And Claire just can't go in there. Can't bring herself to go back in there. Lucas goes in and he buys some what looks like teenage underwear like oh my god like like dollar store thongs and they're like hot Mm -hmm. pink it was Mm -hmm. so bad in the present claire is screaming at her daughter and the daughter's like why are you even here i wish you weren't my mother i related to this whole scene i did that was hard i can die tomorrow and you'll regret that now neither one of my kids have ever said anything that harsh to me however I have a very distinct memory because I was somebody who always felt, and to this day, I think I still struggle with it. Like, I always feel guilt about everything. Yeah, you do. I remember to this day telling my father I hated him, like Mm -hmm. saying, I hate you to my father. I was probably maybe 13. And my dad said to me, "I, I, I hear you. I completely understand you. I forgive you. Because if you didn't hate me, I'm not doing my job. Your dad actually said that. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. B was like killing it back in the 80s. Listen, Mr. B had a pretty crazy temper when I was small. Mm. But I don't know what happened to him to like completely mellow him out, but he became like kind of the emotional compass for me Mm. in some areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, It was mm -hmm, strange. mm -hmm. I found out later that I think my mother put him up to a lot of it. Like, go talk to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I get that because, like, this happens with me and Timmy all the time. Like, I'll tell him, go talk to the girls because I think he should. Do you know what I mean? And he does. But, like, their perception of that then is going to be that Timmy's so sensitive and came in to talk to them right at the right time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's once always- again, there's a woman behind every good thing that happens in the world. There's always somebody pulling strings. And I think as a kid, like, yeah, as a kid, I thought my dad was just so enlightened. Mm. And like, no, he wasn't really. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. My dad was a talker, though. Like he, you know, he wanted to, he couldn't have somebody mad at him. Like if we were mad at him, we had to resolve it. Not that we had to talk about it or anything, but he just wanted to fix it. He was a fixer. There we go. I got Mm -hmm. there. He was a fixer. Mm Mm-hmm. You could call him right now and he would fix something. I'm going to remember that because I need a lot of things fixed. Mm-hmm. Like I could call him and just be like, well, I'm trying to think of an example. Like I could just call him with a problem and he would fix it. I like And that. if I don't call him for a couple of days, he'll call me and be like, are you mad at me about something? Oh my Is everything God. okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I miss talking to my dad every day. My dad was my fixer too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. Well, and your dad was literally a fixer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he could fix things. Yes. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, so they get in this big fight, and then Claire's called back to work, and the cops are there, and there's this big boss there. We don't know who he is, and he tells Claire, there are claw marks, and they're watching the video of Claire singing Paper Roses. (laughs) So they put her on investigative leave, like administrative leave to be investigated. Now, at the funeral home in the past- Which, again, could have been avoided if she just slept in her office. Just saying. Again, Yes. Claire throws the underwear at Joel and is like, here you go, you perv. You like it, Joel? (laughs) So great. So great. So real quick, I just want to take two minutes and tell everybody what our funeral plans are for each other. Oh. Okay. I mean, there's a real plan in place. Yeah. So you go ahead and tell everybody what you want, and then I'll tell everybody what I want. Well, yours is far more exciting than mine. But I basically just want to be scattered near a beach somewhere. 
I don't really care. I mean, I, I guess I do kind of care. Like, don't throw me, don't throw me at like the Jersey Shore. Like, class it up a little bit. Oh, I'm totally throwing you at the Jersey Shore. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm going to make sure they're filming a mm. season of the Jersey Shore, and I'll be in the background <laughs> throwing you into the ocean. <laughs> I hate you so much. I would take you to the Bahamas or something. Would that suffice? I don't know. I have to think about it. Okay. Well, you know my plan. It's real oh, specific. Yes. I know. I know. So I want to be cremated, and then Stephanie and my husband, maybe. No. I don't know. You guys could do this together if you want. No. Because he's going to die long before you are. It's, it's whoever outlives me, okay, has to get on this goddamn boat in Monterey Bay, California, go out there, find a humpback whale, lean overboard, sprinkle my sprinkle ashes onto the, ashes. the whale's back. A hundred percent. And you know that I will do that for you. Okay. And I'm like actually looking forward to it okay. because you know how much I love whales. Well, and uh, there's another thing. The Ava brothers needs to be playing while it's happening. Okay. No hard have, feelings. Like, particular- oh. No hard feelings. Ooh. Yes. That has to be Ooh. playing. And then you're sprinkling over the whale. All right. Well, when I'm when you're sprinkling me on a beach, mm-hmm. I want you to play the Talking Heads naive melody because that's my song. Okay. All right. So now we've put this out there for the universe. It's happening. It's out there. Okay, so Joel comforts Claire and they end up banging real quick. Because, you know, this was in, like, I didn't like Again, this. they're showing us she's going down this path. She's, uh, she's, she's in a real way. Yeah. She's in a way. She's in a way. This version of her, though, I forgive that a little more because she's, oh my gosh. And she just lost yes. her mother. She just lost her mother. But, so, right. like, what's going on now? We need to know what's going on now. I know we're not there yet. Mm mm. So in present day, Danny picks up Claire. Oh, and also when they're done banging, they meet her husband. She's been married. Oh my god, I did mm-hmm. not see that coming. So this what little guy, actually, and he was a little guy. He was a little guy. I was like, what? our short king, a short king. Oh my god, oh my god, I can't. Like I literally was so thrown by that. Now yeah. I can't wait to hear that. Like I need to know what happened with that story. You know what it reminded me of? You watched Six Feet Under. Do you remember oh. Brenda went through that weird phase where she was having sex with strangers? Oh. Kind of, I got a vibe there of that. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Seeing her sex as a coping mechanism or something. Like she's, but yeah. she's like self-sabotaging too. Yes. Yes. So, so yes. messed up. But relatable. Totally relatable. So in present day, Danny picks Claire up and she's explaining that she's on leave and there's not going to be an investigation. He's like, what the fuck? They get into this fight and she asks him if she can come back home. She's like, you have no idea what it's like to be thrown out of your home and alienated from your kid. And she says, I'm not like you. I have you and I have Ray and that's it. This was the most pivotal moment of this entire show for me at this very moment. Danny goes, and you have Lucas. And she says, no, Lucas has me. I don't have him. And I immediately thought Stephanie's going to have a lot to say about this. (laughs) That was the straw that broke the sobbing back of this episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I And it's not even like, you know, we're not airing any dirty laundry or anything. But it's like the whole idea of the people you show up for time and time and time and time again not showing up for you. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And that 
fucking sucks. Sucks and I the think, big one. And I think you don't realize it until like, I don't know, maybe until you're in your 40s or, you know what I mean? Like you get a little Oof. older and you're just like, I've been showing up for this person for a long fucking time. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I was in my 30s when that happened and it was actually, well, you know the story, yeah. like surrounding yeah. the death of my dad and a family sure. member. Um, but it, it it reminded me of a very difficult conversation I had with my sister uh-huh. um, when my dad was dying and it hurt. Like it hurt yeah. a lot. Yeah. And when she said that, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, I totally get that. I totally yep. get it. Yep. And yep. that's the worst goddamn feeling. Mm-hmm. Such a feeling. Well, and her like, her having to save him is costing her her marriage from what we yeah. think. You know, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if her giving Lucas the money is the problem or a symptom. Like, we don't know yet. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, we don't know yeah. yet. So there's that. Okay, I so. Know. Danny says, all right, you can come home. We're going to, you know, we're going to keep going to therapy, but you can come home. Now, this next scene is what resonated with me big time. (laughs) We see Claire going to sleep in her basement and she sees her old writing desk. I know. And she sees a younger version of herself trying to write and a baby is crying over the monitor, presumably Ray. And she says to her younger self, keep going the baby will be fine she'll stop crying don't let it stop you don't let it stop you i'm sobbing by this point because i have to tell you not to get too nerdy and not to get too writerly but there was a line in my all-time favorite movie which is the hours which is movie perfection and can never be topped seriously there was a line in there where um nicole kidman plays virginia wolf and the sister comes to see her and the sister says to Virginia, to, to her daughter, so it's Virginia Woolf's niece. I remember that. She says, your aunt has two lives, the one she is living and the book she is writing. Mm-hmm. Hits me right in the feels because yep. this is the best way I can think of to describe writers. Yeah. Like there is always this part of you that feels like I need to be finishing this. I need to be mm-hmm. like there's that call to that work that you're in. And you can't be there all the time. Like, yeah. so you have to be in your real life. Mm. It's real like it's weird. It's hard to be in the present when your brain is somewhere else. Yeah. And it's hard to like context switch. So, like, mm. that's why, like, I just finished a draft in my book, but I need to redraft it. And I can't do it until like I have two weeks to do mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't I go to that headspace and come out of it again. Yeah. I mean, as somebody that's not an artist, per se I can't relate to that but you like with an artist it. I do yeah I yeah. definitely understand it definitely because again your husband is an artist he Me. sure is yes so at the end we find out that the father never showed up for the funeral and Claire remembers her mother now I didn't understand this scene they're sitting in it looks like a pharmacy or a doctor's office I couldn't understand that either uh-huh. I was wondering the same thing. Was she getting an abortion? Was she like getting a vaccine? Like, I couldn't figure out what the hell was happening. I couldn't figure out either. Her the paper roses is playing over the intercom, yes. and her oh, mother is singing it. And she says, when "I used to sing this to you when you were a little girl." Yeah, and they're talking said. about the mother's diagnosis. Mm. 
And the mother's like, he said a year, but you know how this goes, blah, blah, blah. Then the mother says, if they give you any trouble in there, you just tell them who you are. You're my daughter. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh. Merit Weaver, I love you. I love you, Merit Weaver. If you're listening, Merit Weaver, slide into my DMs. I'm going to give you my number. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure she's listening. (laughs) (laughs) The episode ends with Claire wondering who she is. She's like... She's so she's tormenting herself over this dear sugar thing. Should I do it? Should I not? Mm. How can I do this when I don't even know who I am and blah, blah, blah. And then she says, when all else fails and nothing makes sense, I am certain of three things. I am my mother's daughter. I am my Mm. daughter's mother. And I'm an accomplished writer, even if I haven't accomplished it yet. And I was like, oh, that was so great. I know. I knew you were going to love that. I knew you were going to love that. I love that because- I just feel like I come from a long line of strong women. And like, I get you you know what I mean? My mother, my grandmother, my sister, like all these people, like at 40 years old, got out of their marriages in some way. My grandmother was widowed, but my mother got divorced. My sister got, they all live alone, never to to bother with a husband again. (laughs) They might be onto something. I know. I know. I shouldn't say that. So I really, I really loved this piece that part you know it was great Uh i just love it so much and then she tells sam yes i'll do it i'll be sugar and she signs off yours sugar Sugar. that's the end of the episode so what'd you think of episode two i really liked it and i just want more it took everything in me not to keep watching i know i was thinking about that because the way that we watch tv stephanie is a a good binger like you just boom 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 Because you can do it, like, while you're doing something else. So here's – yes, I I can. can. No, I totally can. See, a lot of the binging that I do is during the day when I'm working, Mm. which is really a messed up thing to say, and I hope my boss never hears this. Well, Um, you're still able to do your job. But, like, like working from home and, like, my kids are older, I have nothing better to do with my life. That's terrible thing to say. You know what I mean. Um, none of us have anything better to do with our lives. Nobody. I love a binge. I'm a slow binger. Yeah, you're you actually sometimes. you're a fucking horrible binger. Let's just throw, like you're you're not a binger. I you're know, not. guys. I'm so irritating. You're calling I it really a binger, am. but you're not. You're not I'm at so all irritating. I I really am. Like, here's what happens. You know, I have to do the dinner thing, the cleaning up dinner, the making Timmy's lunch because I'm a good wife. I have my little yeah, good no. wife hat on. I, I do um, my husband nothing. But the- <laughs> <laughs> he gets oh. to wake up to this face every day. <laughs> he loves you. Um, so not sure why, but he does. By the time that's done, like I might sit down for like an hour, and I have something to do. Like I'm working on an article, or like I, I have something yeah. to do. Right. So we're just in such different places right now, though. Um, you know, with my kids being in college and yeah. they're still in high school and like the driving everywhere and the games and the practices and the, mm-hmm. the st- all of the things that you mm-hmm. hate because it drives you crazy that I'm like mourning yeah. in all the ways. Yeah. No, in I hear all you. all the ways. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're going to, um, so this was episode two. We'll be back hopefully next week with episode three, episode four. I'm going to drop episodes one and two together. So we'll probably drop three and four together. Three and four. 
All right, guys, if you haven't already, subscribe and follow us on Instagram. We're at Little Miss Recap. All right, girl, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.